Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Thursday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. A lot to recap from yesterday and last night. The NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, will join us coming up next hour. We will uh, check in on the Miami Heat, Denver Nuggets. After last night's Game 3 historical performance by the Nuggets, including the Joker and Jamal Murray. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at DP Show is Dame Lillard on the move. And is Chris Paul on the move as well? Update those stories. Chris Haynes from uh, Yahoo Sports will join us. He broke the news that Chris Paul could be on his way out in Phoenix. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. We say good morning to those watching on Peacock, our streaming partner. Download the app. And uh, our radio affiliates around the country, 390 cities carrying this program. we got a play of the day, poll question, stat of the day. All of that coming up this hour. The program brought to you by the great folks at PXG. Now the secret is out. When I go to the golf course, everybody knows that guy's bringing weapons. PXG. Go to pxg.com or call 844-PLAY-PXG to learn more and schedule a fitting. What is the poll question we're starting out with, or at least the options, Seton O'Connor? I'm going to throw it over to the T-O-double-D. It's a uh, Thursday. He likes to throw in some okay. poll questions. All right, Let's Tom. Get it going. The Nuggets won game three last night because Joker and Murray had 30-point triple-doubles. Jimmy Butler didn't help the Heat set the tone early. The Nuggets just played with more intensity. Hello, Denver is better than Miami. Those are your choices for that one. Let's go back Hello. to uh, how you pronounce... Because. Because. Okay. Because. Because. Okay. And a little bit of your Brooklyn accent. The Nuggets won game three last night because. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. I'm over here. These guys. He's doing it like literally like because. Because. The eggplant is neither an egg nor a plant. Discuss. <laughs> it sounds like a rapper on because. Why not? And you got your Hall and Oates uh, shirt I on do. today. I just randomly threw on Hall and Oates. There's no, it's not a holiday. It's not the year the album. You don't came need out. to have a holiday for no, Hall and Oates. It's not one of those number one song dates. It'd be a hall a day. A holiday. Hall a day. It's early. It's early. Two bloops for that. Yeah, Marvin's got his uh, Brock Purdy T-shirt on today. Everybody's got a little bit of a festivity that they're wearing today. Yes, Paul. I just went on uh, Merriam-Webster's dictionary because I always have that website up. 
be, because, as I would pronounce it as a Midwesterner, because, uh, I looked it up. It's B-I-K-O-Z, because, because, because. Okay. Yeah, see, I was, being from New Jersey, I would be more of a because guy. Because? Just like Todd, yeah. Right. I think Todd may have gotten it right, and we're all wrong. Hmm. Historically. Hmm. Like, to me, cuz would be like a cousin. Yeah. And I wouldn't necessarily say that for, for the word because. Be-cousin. That's because's brother. That's right. Yeah. All righty. Once again. Uh, so that, I think you had a poll question <laughs> yeah, that there. that was one. We Same. had a couple others. Okay, all right. Hear those. All right, sounds good. Assuming he uh, leaves the Suns, who should make, <laughs> who? A, who should make a strong <laughs> effort to acquire Chris Paul? Lakers? Clippers? Celtics? Nobody. <laughs> it's kind of harsh. Maybe he could go back to Phoenix. They just don't want to pay him $30 million. Although his numbers weren't bad this year, it just felt like he was not available. Uh, he was a liability, it felt at times. And he started to look his age, which is, or act his age, or play his age. And that's understandable. Um, you got to throw Lakers because if you're going to get clicks, you got to throw the Lakers in there and the Clippers as well. Going back to Los Angeles, uh, I could see that happening. What else do you have? And finally, will you watch more MLS soccer? Because <laughs> Lionel, I almost said Lionel, like a Lionel train, but Paulie's uh, corrected me many times. Right? Because Lionel Messi is joining Inter Miami. You know it, baby. Um, no. Are your choices for that? Okay. First of all, did you say MLS soccer? I guess that's redundant. Will you watch more MLS? Because Lionel Messi is joining Inter Miami. You know it, baby. Or um, no. It's like uh, NFL football. Yeah, it's not necessary. MLB baseball. NBA basketball. <laughs> Catch it. Uh, am I going to watch more? I think you will. No. By a little bit. I mean, I'll, I'll see the highlights, but I don't know if I'm going to tune in and watch. I, I probably couldn't watch less. Right. But but I would I would be curious about the atmosphere surrounding Messi in uh, the United States, in Miami. Yes, Eden? This is going to be such a... Like a fun, true test for Lionel Messi. And I don't know if he's being set up for failure or not, but Inter-Miami are the worst team in MLS. Okay. They almost lost to USL Championship team last night, Birmingham Legion, which they probably should have. Um, but so he's going to the worst team, probably bringing a couple of people with him. But, man, is that going to be a test. Okay. Let's see how good he is. Okay. <laughs> it's sort of like the best player going to the worst team. It's like, right. you know, Victor Wambayama. Although he's twice the age of Victor Wambayama. Yeah. And he's going to try to help. But is it really about winning or just getting eyeballs? Like getting better and getting eyeballs yeah, yeah. on MLS. Well, you don't want to see him humiliated. You don't want to see him struggling. You don't want to see him on a team that's not playing well. I mm. mean, that's, that's never happened. But Beckham's impact on MLS when he went to LA Galaxy. Massive. Okay. If he doesn't sign there, this never happens. Is the MLS still in business if... Beckham doesn't Ooh. go to Galaxy. Man, that's a good question. Yeah, that was that's all I do is transform the questions. league. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, Roger Bennett. Oh, men in blazers will join us coming up a little bit later on. All right, let's get to the uh, top story of the day. The Nuggets handled the Heat one hundred nine ninety four up two games to one. It was competitive in the first half, and then it was over after that. You had Joker doing what he needed to do. Still waiting for Jimmy Butler to have that Jimmy Butler type of game. He had a lot of points. He didn't play well last night. And uh, Jamal Murray was wonderful. He got a triple-double as well. The, uh, in case you're wondering, early odds for game four. What do you think the odds are, according to DraftKings, 
Game 4. Todd, I'll start with you. I'm going to say Heat 2.5. All right, Seton O'Connor. I'm going to say Nuggets 1.5. All right, Marvin. Nuggets 3.5. Bloop, bloop, bloop. How are you doing this? He's destroying us. How are you doing this? Are you cheating off my paper here? I am not. Okay. I swear on my son. There you go. That's how, that's how you deny things. <laughs> you normally swear at your son, but you're swearing on your son. That is correct. <laughs> no, you don't yell at your no, son. No, I, I you, don't. I'm a softie. You don't. You can't yell at Lorenzo. Uh, so the Joker, or Jokic, had 32-21-10. That's the first 30-20-10 game in NBA Finals history. That's his third playoff game of 30-20-10 the only ones that we've had, there's only been two such games in postseason history. Wilt Chamberlain in 1967 and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in 1970. Woo! I have to laugh when I read off these stats. I always think of Kendrick Perkins of the Mothership, former player, and he accused the Joker of uh, pa- uh, padding his stats. And I go, okay. I mean, it's a stupid comment. Because if you – I'm going to tell you a stat, you may not be aware of this, that will probably diffuse what Kendrick Perkins is saying. Not that I need to do that, but this will make it sound even more ludicrous. There are 50 players – 50 players during the regular season who attempted more shots than the Joker did per game. 50. Um, when I think of, you know, padding my stats, I think shooting first. Now you're going to say, well, he's not shooting so he can get more assists. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, rebounds? Uh, okay. Uh, is he padding his stats by rebounding? Hey, he's finding the open man. Oh, he's padding his stats. No, if you're gunning, then you're padding your stats. Joker is economical. He's as economical as any player who's ever played this game. And I know that it's not exciting. It feels like we could play that kind of basketball. It's like, ah, you just kind of rumble, fumble, bumble, and you throw something up and it goes in. Well, it keeps going in. And he keeps finding the open man. And he keeps rebounding. That's not, you know, padding your stats. Russell Westbrook padded his stats when he averaged a triple-double. There are players who do this. But to, to say that the Joker pads his stats, I hope I get a whole team full of guys like that. Hey, everybody wants to pass, rebound, and they're going to limit the number of shot attempts because they want to make sure they share the wealth. Hey, sign me up. I'll take that. Joker is having one of the greatest postseason performances in history. Whether you like it or not, it's here. But I do love that you're you're finding a lot of people who might claim that they're basketball fans or their job is to cover the NBA. Now they're watching. They have to watch Joker an entire game. Whereas before you just got highlights. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, Denver. All right, pretty good team. All right, yeah, Joker had some nice numbers. Okay. Now you're watching and you go, okay, I get it. I get it. Well, and here's the discussion that's going to happen. Let's say Denver wins the title. Let's say Joker continues to put up. The, he's shooting 54% from the floor. 
He's shooting 47 from three-point range. Now, all of a sudden, he's going to get into a category of two MVPs. You can argue he should have had a third, and he wins a title. Now, where does he rank in the history of big men? It happens that quickly, folks. Joker will now be mentioned, whether it's fair or not, Hakeem Olajuwon, Shaquille O'Neal, Patrick Ewing, David Robinson, but he's got a ring. Patrick doesn't. David does. Shaq certainly does. Akeem does, a couple of them. But he's now, he's, <laughs> he's kind of knocked down the door, as you would expect a guy who's built like that. And he's just here. I, I'm here, deal with me. And you're watching last night, and it's really systematic how it happens. There's nothing special. And I think that's what bothers us sometimes. When we see greatness, you're like, oh, my God. That guy's unbelievable. Right? Like Zion, John Morant, unbelievable. They, they make the highlights. When you watch a Denver Nugget highlight, what are you watching? Oh, what a back. Ah, oh, beautiful backdoor pass. Man, oh, look at that. Uh, yeah, he banked it. Uh, oh, there's a rebound pushback, a putback. Uh, there's a runner in the lane. Uh, Jamal Murray with the three-pointer, and the Nuggets win again. That's it. SportsCenter doesn't lead with those highlights during the regular season. They would be like in the second block of highlights. It'd be like, first 15 minutes, here's our highlights, the big games, a couple other stories, and then coming up, and then you would eventually get to the Nuggets' highlights. That's how it works. You want excitement, and Denver is not exciting. But they're a great team. But don't overreact to last night like we did after game one. I expect Miami to come back. They'll have some kind of counterattack here. Now, Bam has played great. He has. His team let him down last night. But Bam has got to continue to attack Joker. And you just hope that somebody, a couple of these role players who've had great games, step up again. But, you know, the Joker's not your average superstar. And he doesn't, he doesn't aspire to be a superstar. Can you think of somebody who came out of nowhere in the NBA who's been bigger, maybe sooner, than Joker? Because when he first got here, I think he was 41st draft pick in his draft. Uh, but you had people say, well, Kawhi. Well, he's a mid-first-round pick. Giannis, he was a mid-first-round pick. Luka, he'd been playing against professionals since he was 15. I, mean, I I guess I could go back to Dennis Rodman, who was playing at a you know directional school in Oklahoma, came out of nowhere, got to the Pistons, was a wonderful defensive player, then became Dennis Rodman after that. But not many players come out of nowhere, truly nowhere, and he wasn't skilled when he got here. There was no buzz about him when he got here. It's not like hey, that guy's going to develop. Or wait a couple of years, he's going to be the best player. Can you imagine saying that to somebody? That guy's going to be the best player in the NBA. I mean, Steph Curry, we saw at Davidson. We didn't know if he was going to be able to be as transformative as he's been and and really change the game. I mean, Joker's not changing the game where you go, every big man's going to now play like him because you can't. He has a feel for the game. He understands, understands angles. He's very, very smart.
and therefore he puts those shots up, he keeps it alive, he finds you know the open man, he does small things that you love. But imagine 50 players who take more shots per game during the regular season. That doesn't happen for a guy who's an MVP. That doesn't happen to a guy who scores 30 a game. Imagine if he just said, I'm going to score. That's it. All I'm going to do is score. He'd get you 40. <laughs> he would. And I know we get caught up, and ESPN had this discussion up, most unstoppable player in the game, and that's when Stephen A. Smith called him a fat tub of lard who couldn't jump up on a curb. Okay. I don't think it's necessary. Uh, how about, no, he's not the most dominating player. I don't know if we had to be personal there. You know, he's just not traditional. Can't jump, can't... Larry Bird couldn't do any of those things. Magic wasn't a great jumper. Magic didn't even have a jump shot. But if you said I get to have him, I'll take him. No? Oh, you want the athletic guy? Go ahead. I'll give you Vince Carter. I'll take Magic. I'll give you Harold Miner. I'll take Larry Bird. Wait, you want athleticism? You got it. Go ahead. Go get him. Yeah, Paul. I got uh, Jokic's draft profile, and all the, the strengths are like high basketball IQ, uh, great lower body strength. Did they ever say somebody's got a low basketball IQ? I, you don't see it. Yeah. Uh, here's some of his weaknesses. An average athlete lacking speed and leaping ability. Foot speed is a big liability. Struggle to stay in front of athletes. Will get beat on defense consistently. Uh, very little jumping ability. Very little lateral quickness. A lot of that was his negatives. <laughs> One of his uh, positives was a self-starter. Well-liked by his teammates, outgoing, strong character, doesn't drink or smoke. That was part of his official NBA draft profile. Doesn't drink or smoke. Okay. How'd they find that out? I, I, when they, he's maybe they just ask him, do you drink, do you smoke? Right. No. Yes, yeah, Eaton. Kevin Durant had a tweet one time where he was just like, uh, it might have been recent, uh, Jokic not interested in being a star. He goes to work, no. he goes home, he FaceTimes his horses and jumps in the pool. Okay. <laughs> And that's it. That's yeah. what he does. He's, times his horses. He's just a, a bigger version of John Stockton. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, that guy's just boring. Uh, good for him. All I know is they're up two games to one, and they're favored by three and a half coming up in game four. Uh, Chris Haynes, our good buddy, was there courtside in Miami last night. We will talk to him about Dame Lillard's future, also Chris Paul's future. Hope you'll join us coming up right after this Dan Patrick Show. Oh, TireRack.com. We love TireRack.com. You know what? We all love simplicity. When you place an order and that order comes the next day, free shipping, best tires you can get. And what I, there's so many things to love here, and I've only got 60 seconds. So TireRack.com slash Dan, you tell them what you drive. They have a test track at their facilities. They put the tires, they take them to the limit. They push them to the limit, then they give you all the information that they've gathered. They have the full lineup of Kumo tires, shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. Free road hazard protection. Also, mobile tire installation. That's available in a lot of areas. That means they take the tires that they get and bring them to your home or office and install them on site. And usually takes less than an hour. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. They have changed the way you shop for tires. See the uh, Kumo test results, special offers they have. TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. 
Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We'll get to phone calls coming up. Settle on a poll question. Check in with our good buddy, Chris Haynes, Yahoo Sports, TNT sideline reporter, Adam Silver, NBA commissioner, coming up a little bit later on, and Roger Bennett, men in blazers, will join us as we talk about Lionel Messi coming to the United States and MLS. Uh, The Joker has 100 points so far in the finals. That's uh, making him the fifth player to score at least 100 points in his first three NBA finals games. Rick Barry did this in 1967. Allen Iverson in 2001, Willis Reed in 1970, and the Greek Freak in 2021. Let's bring in Chris Haynes, been a busy guy covering the NBA Finals for Bleacher Report and a TNT sideline reporter. If I didn't watch the game last night, Chris, how would you describe it? You know what, DP? Actually, I was a little bit surprised by the turnout of the fan base of the Miami Heat. They're not known to be some of the most passionate on-time fans. And so I, I was interested in seeing how they were going to show up. And they actually showed up for the first quarter. They were there in their seats for, uh, for, the, for, the, for tip. So they were, they were punctual. Uh, it, it didn't, you know, it, it didn't help. Wait, much. that doesn't <laughs> sound like the Sacramento Kings of the early 2000s when it comes to a home court advantage. Hey, how was the crowd last night? You know, they were punctual. Yeah, they were punctual. <laughs> and DP, one thing, one thing, DP, that I discovered, in attending a Miami Heat game, they have an actual club in the arena. Like, there's an actual club where I'm talking about VIP tables, DJ, the whole club atmosphere. They have it in the arena. And I remember I ventured over there one time, and there was a bunch of NBA players who had their VIP booths, had their crew, their people with them, (laughs) getting bottle service. So I'm like, this is why – Fans don't show up really for games. This this is why they're here clubbing. It's, it's, it's unlike any other place. That's part of the heat culture, right? 
<laughs> I keep I keep being told I'm force fed heat culture. I don't know what the culture was last night, other than how about somebody stop the Joker and Jamal Murray? We shouldn't be surprised with what we're seeing. I was a little more surprised with Jamal Murray. It felt like he knew he knew he needed to step up a little bit more, and he certainly did. But I'm curious about Jimmy Butler. We haven't had that, you know, Jimmy Buckets here. It hadn't been a great performance so far in the NBA Finals. There's something going on that we don't know about? I don't think so, DP. I think, you know, and I'm getting credit to you about Jamal Murray and feeling like he had to step up, you know, going into that game three. That was the talk in the locker room. And when I was talking to guys, they were telling me Jamal Murray is like kind of salivating off of the opportunity to go out there and play well, not just play well because the NBA Finals, but because Jimmy Butler has switched on to him now. And so game two, everybody felt like maybe Jimmy was going to neutralize Jamal, and that simply wasn't the case. He was still able to get his shot off cleanly and with rhythm. But now you talk about Jimmy Butler. Yeah, he hasn't had those big breakout games that we've seen him have in previous rounds. I don't know if it's defensively what the Nuggets are doing. They're switching everything. You know, Jimmy is getting the switches that he wants. You know, Aaron Gordon will start off on him. Then he'll get that screen to get Jamal Murray on him. And then he's getting the shots. And, you know, a lot of teams talk about the Denver Nuggets like they don't have rim protection. And so you would think that it would be a little bit more easier to get to the basket, but that just hasn't been the case. I mean, Denver Nuggets are a really good defensive sound team, and that's why they're comfortable switching from one, uh, one to four. Uh, Jimmy just hasn't been able to get off. I haven't heard any intel as far as if he's, you know, dealing with anything, but he's getting his shots there. He's getting his shots off. They're just not falling with the consistency that we've seen in the previous rounds. I know I'm getting ahead of myself and I shouldn't do this, but if Joker wins the title, let's say he's finals MVP. Now all of a sudden we're going to start with the conversation about him compared to other great centers. So it he goes into a new category. He's going to go into a category maybe with Akeem and David Robinson and Patrick Ewing where, you know, he's not Shaq, but, but you know, two MVPs winning a championship and he's having one of the greatest finals postseason performances in history. Do you think it'll be fair if, if they win that all of a sudden now we start a different conversation with him? No, for sure. I definitely think he's, he's worthy of that. I mean, two MVPs already. I mean, the guy is unstoppable. There's nobody that can stop him. You know, he he doesn't get rattled. You're not going to speed him up because I, I don't think he can be speeded up. <laughs> <laughs> so, but he, he's just unstoppable. I mean, and just the awkward shots that he takes. And when he takes it, you know, guys feel like, yeah, I forced him into a bad shot. But no, like his shots are just ugly. He's comfortable taking that. That's one thing Anthony Davis told me in, in last round. You know, a lot of shots he would shoot with the – clock expiring, he just get it off in back of his head, and they feel like that's a good shot. No, I mean, feel like that's a bad shot. Well, it's a good shot for him. And so, no, I, I definitely think he's worthy to be in that category of some of the big, uh, the best big men we've seen in this league. And, you know, footwork, you know, I don't think he gets enough credit for the footwork. His footwork is probably on par with Hakeem Olajuwon. And yeah. I, I think Hakeem Olajuwon had the best footwork um, as a big man that we've ever seen. Joker is right there. And then just what he can just get his shot off without using much athleticism. And, you know, he's one of the most talented guys 
we've seen in this league. So no doubt, I think he's deservingly so should be in that category if if he is to win a championship. Chris Haynes, TNT sideline reporter, Bleacher Report, NBA insider. Yesterday he had uh, a report on Chris Paul's future. Now, has he been released or is he potentially going to be released? Because I wasn't quite sure exactly what, what the headline was. Yeah, so... Chris Paulin's represent, representation were, were contacted yesterday, and I received word that um, they were informed that the Suns intend to waive him before his salary is guaranteed. Now, the Suns want to uh, put out that basically there are still options, there are still other things that they're considering. Uh, a trade is a possibility if they can trade him before that June 28th deadline, but Chris Paul and his representation were under the impression um, after that phone call that um, he was being waived, which would make him one of the top free agents this summer. And, um, you know, that's something he he's looking forward to. I can tell you he's looking forward to seeing what's next in store for him. I was told he plans to play for several more years, believes he can still do this at a high level. And I think the, the stats will still dictate that. And, uh, you know, he just wants to um, – get this situation resolved and get it finalized so we can try to figure out the next steps. All right. I know going back to Los Angeles, more likely that the Clippers would welcome him or the Lakers would welcome him if you were choosing between those two. Yeah. If you're choosing between those two, obviously it's still pretty early right now. Um, we haven't got to that stage yet, but just if I'm just looking at the rosters, I think, the Clippers are going to really consider re-signing Russell Westbrook, so it probably okay. wouldn't make much sense over there. Um, the Lakers, you know, they 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 acquired D'Angelo Russell in the um, midseason. That didn't work out really well, so it's unknown what they're going to do with him. But I think if if you're if you're uh, minimizing it just to those two teams, it probably make more sense with the Lakers. I know that uh, you've reported on Damian Lillard and what could happen. They have the number three pick in the draft. And, you know, this is Portland at a crossroads. Are you going to go young and invest in the younger players? you got two weeks to decide this. Is Dame Lillard traded before NBA draft night? You know, I speak with Dame pretty frequently, um, about basketball, about life in general, but you know, we 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 talk about. He would agree that this is kind of like a, a crossroads situation right here. The Portland Trailblazers have the number three pick. Damian Lillard wants to win. He wants to win now. He wants to compete for a, a title. I don't think he believes that um, taking that pick and keeping it is going to do them any service in the now. So I think. You know what the Portland Trailblazers decide to do with that pick will dictate. Well, let's Damian say they Lillard. take Scoot Henderson. If you're Dame Lillard, do you want to stay? If I'm if I'm Dame Lillard, based off of what he said, if they take if they keep that pick, whether it's Scoot or anybody else, yeah. if they keep that pick, I think a serious conversation will be had about potentially parting ways. All right, who do you trade him to? 
I think if he is traded, it'll be in the Eastern Conference. I mean, Dame went on went on record, and I, I know. You know I, I, I spoke to him yesterday. I said, "Hey, you could you couldn't save that for your boy." Like you, you couldn't say that for your boy. He could have given you a scoop there. Yeah. Oh, he said the way he told me yesterday, he was like they put him on a spot where they said they eliminated other teams. He said so. He said that clip was not being played. They actually eliminated. Or you can't say this team. You can't say this team. But between these three or four teams, (laughs) which teams make sense? He said so. That's how he answered it, and he said that part was actually. Oh, cut he up. doesn't fold under pressure. <laughs> not not on the court. Now all of a sudden they're saying, "All right, you got to choose between these teams." Um, right, okay, yeah. he could say, "I'm with the Blazers." I'm with right. the Blazers. He could have, but I think I think that sheds light. On... I, I could see the Nets. I I, I could because he could be yeah. the star there. Although I mean I don't know how that front office is the ownership. It's dysfunctional, but by comparison to the Knicks, you know, we're always talking about the Knicks being dysfunctional. I know Miami Heat, he, you know, he's friends with Bam Adebayo, but I, where, let's say, I'll make you GM. Where are you sending him to? If you have to. If I have to. I, I would think if it gets to that point, they would consult with Dane because, you know, Dane's been there 10 years been a model citizen, represented that city and that organization with class all throughout. I think they will try to get him where he wants to go in the East, that is. I do not see an envision, and envision, uh, I do not envision a possibility that he, he would be traded to a Western Conference team. What if, so what if, if we did this, he, though, Chris? What okay. if I'm the Boston Celtics and I – Sign no, no. He's not. He's not doing Boston. Not, <laughs> he doesn't want any part of Boston. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I don't see that being okay. Clear. So you you can confidently report that that Dame would not <laughs> want to go to Boston. Is that what you're saying? Okay. I think that's pretty safe to say. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking Jalen Brown and maybe something to uh, Portland, and then you get Dame Lillard. But all right. Nets, Heat, anybody else that'll be on that list, do you think that he would want to go to? And will he dictate where he wants to go, or does Portland dictate, if it comes to that? I think he will have a large part. I think they respect him enough for what he's done for that organization I to hope. send him yeah. to a place. Yeah, okay. that he would. But Knicks, he, I mean, he mentioned it. He mentioned it on air. Nets, Miami, and possibly, I don't think – I don't know, Philly, but they they don't have what it takes. So I'll leave it at the Nets in Miami. All right. Uh, How many games does this series go? You know what, DP? (laughs) I was hoping to see a really good series. Um, Denver Nuggets are just too talented. It it, it takes an awful lot for the Miami Heat to to stream together wins. They play with – Talent wise, they just they, they're just not on par with the Nuggets, but they play so hard and they stay in it. They're well coached. I wouldn't be surprised if the Nuggets close it out in five. Whoa, okay, gentlemen sweep there. All right, All right. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised. All right, hey, great to talk to you as always. Anytime, DP. Thank Take you, care. thank you. That's uh, Chris Haynes, uh, TNT sideline reporter, Bleacher Report, NBA Insider, and you know he's always on the phone. Probably on the phone to Chris Paul this morning. Probably on the phone with Dame Lillard later on today. I like that. I like that. Guys who break the news, do all the uh, legwork there, good dude. 
Sean in Wyoming. Hey, Sean, what's on your mind today? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Six foot, 185. So uh, I'm a born and raised Suns fan. I was watching Steve Nash play a long time ago, and Chris Paul got us somewhere where he couldn't go, but I don't really want him back unless he's willing to take maybe a vet minimum, and I hate this word, but I think he should load manage because mm. while other players like Kawhi and Paul George, they load manage throughout the year, and then they can't play in the playoffs, Chris Paul plays 72, 75 games a year, and then he can never make it through the playoffs. Yeah, it's a good point, but I it feels like the Phoenix Suns are heading in a different direction with Frank Vogel as the head coach there, and, you know, DeAndre Ayton, you got to... Although Frank Vogel has talked about him, and, and, you know, he says, I think he can be a really good center, you got to play defense for Frank Vogel. DeAndre Ayton has the talent, but there are times when it feels like he's checked out. Yes, he... Maybe I misheard, but was that a good point? What was the good point? Oh, that you don't want Chris Paul back? Well, I mean, the examples he gave are players who load manage through the whole season and then can't make it through the playoffs because they still get hurt. And then Chris Paul doesn't load manage and still can't make it through the playoffs. It's like both examples, neither, neither can make it through the playoffs. Well, I would have to limit him. I don't know if you can have him play as many minutes as he does. But, you know, can Cameron Payne be a legitimate guy that you can go to more often there? And what's Chris going to cost? Chris is going to cost you $30 million. That's why they're waiving him. Uh, But can you trade him and get something for him? Or do you bring him back for $3 million? And I know I'm in the weeds here with the money, but it does come down to money, salary cap-wise. And Chris is 38. He may want to play for a couple more years, but I don't know if you're playing a couple more years as a starter. Let me take a break. More uh, phone calls coming up. The commissioner of the NBA next hour. And, yes, we will talk about John Morant. And uh, does the punishment now get less, I guess, intense or uh, deeper? Uh, Is it going to be a longer punishment, even though now there's a report that he had a toy gun? instead of a real gun. So we'll talk to the commissioner. Maybe we're just dealing with semantics here, but uh, we'll talk to him coming up next hour. And Roger Bennett, final hour, we'll talk about uh, Messi coming to Miami and what that means for soccer around the world. We'll take a break. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh my God. The play of the day. Check this out. Jamal Murray has it up the left sideline. He's guarded by Caleb Martin. He gets a pick from Nikola Jokic. They switch the pick and roll. They jump Murray. Down low to Christian. Layup is up and in and a foul as well. The rookie coming to play in the fourth quarter tonight for Denver. 15 points in 19 minutes. He had scored a total of 15 points in his previous seven playoff games combined. Altitude Radio Network with the call. That's our play of the day. Brought to you by Simply Safe. Never rest on its laurels. And they've been honored. The uh, best security system of 2023, 2022, 2021 by U.S. News and World Report. You're going to love the uh, two-in-one smoke and CO detector. And it distinguishes between a fire and cooking. Uh, the smoke you have when you're cooking something on the stove. Right now, get 20% off your new system. SimplySafeDan.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. A little bit of news there with Chris Haynes from Bleacher Report talking about Dame Lillard. When I suggested, what about Boston? Maybe Jalen Brown and maybe a little extra there for Dame Lillard. And Chris Haynes is like, no, no, he's <laughs> not going to Boston. Not going to Boston. Okay. James in Virginia joining us. Hi, James. What's on your mind today? Oh, thank you for taking my call, brother. Happy Thursday, DP, Janet. Salute the commanders, man. The DP, you're always a great interviewer, man, and I loved it, man. But I was waiting for the question, is what could keep Dane in uh, Portland, man? Like, what trade with the number three pick? And I was wondering if Zion was, was a good answer for that number three pick. And if not, would L.A. ever trade AD to Portland for Dane, man? I hope you guys have a great day. And, and as always... <laughs> Thank you for indulging me, man. All right, James. All right, James. Salute the commanders there. There's a lot going on there. First of all, it feels like I'm going to play this uh, answer from a podcast that Dame was on where he talks about or he's asked about the possibility of teams that he would like to play for. Everybody keeps saying Damian Lillard is going to be traded to the Knicks. Damian Lillard's going to be traded to the Heat. Damian Lillard should be traded to the Celtics. Damian Lillard's going to be traded to the Nets. If one of those trades went went through, out of those teams, which one would you be like, eh, that's not too bad? <laughs> Miami, obviously. <laughs> Miami is the obvious one. And Bam is my dog. Bam is my dog, for real. 
But I mean, I think Miami, the obvious one, Brooklyn is obvious one is another obvious one because Mikael Bridges is my dog too. All right, that's Dame on the Last Stand podcast with uh, Brian Custer there asking the question to Dame Lillard. A hypothetical, but I could see him going to the Brooklyn Nets. It's a young team. He would be the star on that team, but I would have my doubts. You know, with what happened with KD and Kyrie, uh, Steve Nash, I can't put all the blame on them. I got to start looking at the ownership there, and is that the right place to go? You know, when we look at dysfunctional in the New York area, it's normally the Knicks, and rightfully so, because their owner is Daniel Snyder without the baggage off the uh, court or off the field with all the uh, uh, accusations. Um, he's a detriment to the the franchise, but he's been there for decades. I don't know. And if you're the Knicks, what are you giving up to get him? Also, if you look back on that draft when you had John Morant, Zion, and R.J. Barrett, if I said you could, now let's redraft right now with what we know. And uh, Zion being uh, an expecting father, by the way, had a little drama on social media, too. (laughs) I think? Oh, boy. More than a little. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I'm not sure how I describe it. But um, I think he uh, he had a gender reveal for a baby. It's going to be a, a girl. Congratulations. And then somebody came out of nowhere and said, basically, um, hey, you, uh, you, you were my boyfriend a week ago, basically. <laughs> what happened? I thought you were going to take care of me. And she happens to be um, a, an adult star, I think, adult movie star, I guess. Is that what it is? I uh, guess. Maybe She's in porn. How's that? I don't know if she's a star, but uh, I think that's what her job is. You know, she's a character actor, maybe. But she's she, in entertainment, yes, Dan. She, we she, could just she, keep it no, in. No, you're right. She's you're, in the entertainment she industry. She is I think in the entertainment industry. I'm not familiar with her body of work. It looks impressive, though. <laughs> it looks like a lot. But, uh, yeah, Zion, uh, that one came out of nowhere. You're like, uh, oh, social media strikes again. You got John Morant, and then R.J. Barrett, just you plug him in, he gives you 18 a night. You know, no no, no drama. <laughs> do you want 18 a night, or do you want, you know, possibly uh, 28 a night, uh, injuries, suspensions? R.J. Barrett or Darius Garland doesn't sound that bad right now. Yeah, Paulie? It looks like they're running the triangle offense this year down there in New Orleans. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, oh I love triangle. Yeah, I love, see what you love did. triangle offense. I see what you did with that, Paul. All right, uh, more phone calls coming up. The uh, commissioner, Adam Silver, will join us on the program. Uh, Golden Knights at the Panthers, Game 3 coming up tonight. And Lionel Messi joins MLS Inner Miami. How big a deal is that? Roger Bennett, men in blazers, our good buddy, will uh, Americanize that for us. So we understand just how big it is. Man, he's getting... Like Apple stock or, I mean, getting a piece of the... the Profit sharing. Team. <laughs> but he took so much less money. Oh, I know. Yeah, He could have made a whole lot more if he went to Saudi Arabia. One hour in the books, two more to go on this Thursday. We're back after this. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.